0: Some people say that cats are sneaky, evil, and cruel. True. And they have many other fine qualities as well. Hello and welcome to episode 209 of Under the Cull of MS. This is your standard Tuesday-Thursday episode. A little comics, a little MS, a little whatever. Uh, last week I talked about a couple comics that I forgot to mention something out of one was Gorgana's ghoul gallery. I just wanted to mention that I liked at the beginning of it. Uh, There is a, Oh no, don't tell me I'm going to lose it now. Oh, I'm looking into the wrong one. Issue one of Gorgana's ghoul gallery on the inside cover. It says ghoul. It gives you a description, like a, dictionary description of the word ghoul and it says a loathsome loathsome person who robs graves and feeds off the flesh of the dead the most disgusting form of man two notches lower than gilbert godfrey all men are scum but a ghoul is the absolute fits (laughs) i just thought that was funny because it gives Gilbert Godfrey some shit in the beginning of that. (laughs) And so I'm going to send a copy of that to Gilbert and Frank uh, see if they get a kick out of it. it. And then the Hanna-Barbera's Valley of the Dinosaurs comic. forgot to mention one of the stories that I really liked that caught my eye the most was they did a Bigfoot story in here. Uh, It's like using the Neanderthal style for the Bigfoot. I thought that was kind of fun for the Bigfoot fans out there since there are a lot of people that are obsessed with that. So It might be something to get you more interested in the, getting that comic down the road if you ever find it. And then we checked out uh, I did, ended up going through a ton of comics the other day. I just had a day where I basically locked myself in and read a bunch of stuff and got caught up on everything so I got couple of big piles I'm trying to get through here. Uh, but one was Venom the Hunger, issue one through four. It's a short little run they did back in the day, back in 1996, I believe. And in this one, it's uh, Venom basically gets a craving for human brains and wants to eat the brains of anybody that Brock uh, catches up with and tries to punish and instead he the Venom side of him wants to eat eat the characters so he fights against Venom and Venom's like screw it I'm out of here leaves him in the dumps, and takes off, and he gets ended up, picked up by basically uh, some doctors, psycho ward type people uh, helping out the homeless, the no names, all that type, type of characters out there on the streets, and they take him in, and he can still feel and sense, and smell what venom's doing and while he's babbling on about it that he's got to get out of there because otherwise a bunch of people are going to die and all that stuff they're like well let's get a hold of this doctor at psycho ward see what if he can do anything for this guy this poor fella and the doctor's like oh yeah i'll take him up no problem so he gets all excited and you find out why later on Not going to give all that away in the storyline, but if you like Venom at all, that's a good one to check out. I had a, I really enjoyed that little short four issue run. So, then we got some, a couple comics that we're still doing ongoing. One's Geiger number four. In this issue, uh, the glowing man and the two kids end up getting chased for a while, and they end up having some issues, and the glowing man gets kind of, like, knocked out. The kids get uh, gassed out or whatever, and some characters end up picking them up, taking them back to their military base, of operations or whatever you want to call it and you get to see what's going on with the the whole uh, survival shelter area what they what they're doing uh, what they have to offer kids get the one kid that has all the issues gets his finds a way to help uh, cure his uh, not cure him but it's just basically the glowing man takes the kids to try and get them to some salvation and along the way they basically run into a crew of like road warrior style characters and they chase them down and fight for them and some other characters help them out and then you'll see what you'll have to read the run to see what happens with everything. I don't want to give everything away that either, but you get to find out some more about some other organizations and stuff. And you also get to see the wonderful little peckerhead runs Las Vegas. Uh, You find out that his, he's got his mother locked up in a dungeon and basically trying to get launch codes from her because of them being a political-style family. They have nuclear launch codes, and they want to get the final access to the rest of the nukes, and then if they get the codes, then they can do whatever they want to destroy more shit, I guess. Wipe it all out, I guess. <laughs> make no sense. Blow up everything except for Las Vegas. <laughs> but yeah, that story, I'm still enjoying what they're doing with it. Inkblot number 10. Uh, the cat's still getting yelled at, getting told that he's a little shit, that he's causing all kinds of problems and all of this stuff. And the cat just goes wandering off into this strange vortex into some strange woods, and of course the characters run after the cat and yell at the cat, and it's like, what's the big deal? Let the cat do his thing. You don't have to follow him. Uh, (laughs) The cat seems to give the girl a little bit of magic because she is able to light a piece of wood on fire so she can See in the dark, and it shows how stupid the human is because all she said was the word meow, which is the, word, the way the cat meows constantly elicit their mouth. And she does it, and her little piece of wood starts sparkling and lighting up, and she has fire, and she is all excited because she used a... She assumes that it's a magic word she used, and instead of just shutting up and maybe trying stuff later down the road, she's just walking around, just going, now, wow, now just going crazy, trying to get to do some more magic. And it's like, so you're obviously, you're bitching at a cat that has powers, using his powers the way he does but you get a little taste of powers and you're just going that shit crazy trying to use your powers on stuff you don't even know. There's no purpose to use a power or anything, but she just wants to have ex- more more power, more, more control over everything, I guess. But she runs into some other character, which she considers a, a prince-type character, her little dream boy chases him through this strange land and all kinds of issues happen and the cat is with them throughout all these problems and uh, excitement and you get to follow along and check it out. But I'm still holding strong that <laughs> the people are the idiots. He's a poor cat alone. Just if you want to hang out with him, fine. Don't sit there and yell at the poor thing. <laughs> accuse him of being a bad cat when all he's doing I haven't seen him do anything bad yet. <laughs> okay, and then the final one we're gonna talk about here. This today it was actually a pretty thick comic, I was surprised. And it is was five ninety nine. I got the Vin Diesel (laughs) Vin's Diesel cover but this is MFKZ number one. Basically motherfuckers number one. Uh, Hopefully the central air isn't too loud for the pod but the other episodes I listened to I didn't hear it at all since I got the microphone. So hopefully that's working good but we'll see. Uh, It starts out basically with some strange looking lucha libre characters and there's a lucha libre event going on and this one character which is one of the main characters from the comic he uh works for a pizza delivery joint and is getting yelled at constantly and runs runs late for work and has to get these pizzas out because he keeps costing the company money and screwing everything up. And I like the references in here. They uh, parody things like Rock Your Coco's, Wendy's restaurants. Uh, they have a Redskins reference in here from the football team. And there's just all kinds of little little things if you look into the background in here. But, yeah, he's late for a job, has to get a job going, sees this little hottie on the street. Gets all excited and isn't paying attention where he's going on his little pizza scooter and hits a vehicle and it just explodes his scooter into a ton of little pieces. Things happen and he sees a little storyline breaking off to the side and a little bit of medical issues going on. And then he goes home to his roommate, who is a flaming skull character uh a bunch of people they're in a bad part of town and they're constantly being harassed and stuff and they're just trying to ignore it and live their lives uh there's this little fox type character that's a annoying friend of theirs that comes over and they don't want nothing to do with them but they eventually have to leave them in (laughs) the main one main character uh, pizza delivery character he's obsessed with these cockroaches and he feeds them and they had thousands of cockroaches in their apartment and every now and then he'll throw like a piece of pizza up in there and say dinner time and all all these cockroaches will come flying out of the cracks in the wall and grab the food. <laughs> it's just it's a very interesting, weird kind of story, but yeah, he's gotta try and find a way to make some money because he lost a job for wrecking the Scooter, and having all those issues. Uh, The rats in this town are even little evil characters they got to deal with. Uh, There's some shady characters, kind of men in black style, foreign characters hunting them down. And I don't want to give away reasons why and all that. I like the little crossovers with the little. They always go back and start watching their wrestling. So you got the little lucha libre wrestling uh, updates and stuff, and then you also deal with some heavily armed military type groups in here. It's just I didn't expect to like it as much as I did. I figured it would be kind of cheesy. It actually was pretty fun. Um, I'd say look at it, check it out, see if it's something that catches your eye. If it does, then, yeah, go for it. But I wouldn't run out and grab this, but I did enjoy it. I'm looking forward to the next three. I think it's a four-issue run overall, so those up that's it for comics and we will get back to you with some ms stuff in a bit okay let's get into a little ms stuff here we got some ways to help relieve stress and anxiety because that's just gonna cause your ms to amp up so you uh, might as well do what you can to prevent that and things you can try are Exercise, supplements, they have plenty of different things out there you can try. Uh, Sleep, (laughs) Uh, lemon balm, omega-3 fatty acids, ashwagandha, green tea, valerian root, kava-kava. Those are great. Uh, Different types of supplements and stuff you can use. Sense like lavender, rose, vetiver, which I do not know what it is, and ber- bergamot, never heard of those. Roman chamomile, neroli, nope, never heard of that one. Frankincense, sandalwood, lang lang, which is Y L A N G, uh, orange or orange blossom or geranium right you plant geraniums or a lot of these other things you can get in uh, the different uh infuser smells and stuff like that's aromatherapy so you can just have your house smelling the way you need it for different things uh it's nice to just put a few drops on your air filter and stuff if your heater or central air is running like mine's running right now and annoying me Uh, reduce your caffeine intake of course you aren't getting all jittery Uh, just have one to maybe three cups of coffee in the day and not constantly sucking down caffeine Mean coffees and sugars uh, sodas and stuff like that Uh, write down what you're stressed about so you can talk it over with your doctor, too. Uh, chewing gum can help. Spend time with friends and family if if it's a stress-free free environment. Don't do it if it's just going <laughs> to cause you to get in arguments constantly. Uh, laugh. Learn to say no. Stay on top of your to-do list. And avoid procrastination do yoga, DDP yoga, or whatever yoga you prefer. Uh, Mindfulness practices practices like meditation are great for it. Uh, Cuddle, (laughs) run up and grab someone to cuddle. (laughs) I don't think that'll go over good. You'll probably end up in jail and then have a lot more stress on your hands. But if you got someone to cuddle with, that's always a good thing. Just curl up and relax. Let the stress go away. Uh, Listen to soothing music. Uh, Deep breathing. Play with pets. Pets are always great. I wouldn't call them always stress-free, but they're always usually good for bringing the stress levels down. Uh, fixing stress will improve your overall work life balance as well. So, take that into consideration. And some things you can do during an MS relapse you can be prepared. Make sure you have phone numbers, rides, your go bag, all that. If you're worried about getting to a hospital or if you need someone to get you there or anything like that, you don't want to be that there and have to spend a few nights and not have anything you want with you it's nice to have a little go bag that has a variety of things in it to keep you busy and keep your mind active (laughs) it gets very boring just laying in that am hospital bed for 24 hours a day monitor your symptoms your fatigue your mobility issues your dizziness trouble concentrating your bladder problems your blurry vision anything any type of things you're dealing with it's always good to just write it down and keep track of all that stuff and it's that way when you talk to your doctor you can say well i went through this this and this this is why i thought i was relapse." and they'll decide if they want to stick you on steroids or something change your medic your dmd disease modifying drug or something like that but relapse symptoms usually last more than 24 hours so if you're just having a little issue for an hour or two and you think it's relapse don't freak out unless you've been dealing with it for at least 24 hours then contact a the doctor or the er and then you'll they'll look in the treatment options let them know what you're going through, and let other people know around you that need to know what you're going through, and then manage manage your emotions. Uh, brain checks. It, you can get through it all as stress free as possible. So definitely good to keep track of things because you'll you're gonna forget a lot. Of, oh, if you're like me, you're gonna forget have to shit when you're talking to the doctor about it, which I'm doing this podcast a day ahead of time because today I will be at my first appointment with an actual multiple sclerosis neurologist. So I'm very excited about this. Uh, Hopefully he's going to be my new neurologist. I'm kind of iffy yet because I did want someone else that was in the building to be my new neurologist. But this is the one they gave me. So I'm going to see how it goes. And then I'll decide whether I'm going to keep him or fire him. And go with someone else or what. But I'm just hoping we can at least get me scheduled. To get back on my fucking medication. So I can be on a damn DMD in the middle of summer. And not worry about causing extra exasperations they are going to cause my lesions to grow or multiply this is the worst time of year for me not to have medication in my body because stressing your body out 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 in the heat and doing work ch- chores and stuff like that it's just i need that damn med in me to help hold those things off because i spent too many years trying to find doctors that would get their head out of their asses and listen to me and actually get me on a dmd back in the day and i went to waited so freaking long and i'd probably still be doing a lot of shit that i can't do anymore which really pisses me off but, oh well <laughs> get over it you whiny little bitch <laughs> Go see your new doctor and see what happens. I'll let you know what's up with that probably next week. And we'll see how much stuff I do yet this week. That's apple cider vinegar I've mentioned many times. Really good for you. Basically, it's if you've ever wondered how it was made, it's basically made in a two-step fermentation process. Basically, the acetic acid is the vinegar's main active component and has fat loss benefits, such as lowering blood sugar levels, decreasing insulin levels, improving metabolism, reducing fat, fat storage, uh, burns fat, suppresses appetite, uh, very good if you're doing any type of form of dieting, get on some type of apple cider vinegar routine. And if you can't handle the taste of it, because it is potent, do not drink it direct. Make sure you dilute it. Uh, but they do have pills out there. You just get the apple cider vinegar pills, and you don't have to deal with it. But I still like my salad dressing, but I'm still in my nine months without fucking teeth. <laughs> I haven't been able to have a salad in a long damn time. And I had a few, but I had to dice the shit up so the leaves and the cucumbers and everything, all so tiny, and just so I could basically stuff in my mouth and swallow it. You can't chew nothing. So it's like, yeah. I pretty much gave up on salads for a year. <laughs> but. Hopefully, I don't know, that's like November that I finally get to find out more about that. Because they ain't calling me, they don't give a shit, and they still have yet to give me my overpayment money back. Bastards. uh, What you gonna do? Uh, Apple cider vinegar is known to increase fullness and reduces calorie intake. So obese people who took one to two tablespoons of apple cider vinegar daily for 12 weeks, lost weight, and body fat. It also lowers blood sugar and insulin, improves insulin sensitivity. It lowers your fasting blood sugar. It improves your PCOS symptoms, your polycystic ovary syndrome, Uh, decreases cholesterol levels, lowers blood pressure. Kills harmful bacteria and viruses uh, a good way to use it is with olive oil for salad dressing the way like I do I do 50/50 and then add whatever seasonings and some lemon and some garlic and ginger just whatever you want to uh, pickling it's great for I used it when I'm when I do my uh, pickle of jalapenos and stuff like that, I'll do it. Uh, You can mix it with water and drink it. Nasty. (laughs) Uh, If drinking one to two tablespoons, break it up through the day before meals if you want. Uh, More than that can be harmful to you, so be careful. You don't need to go beyond, above and beyond. It's not If you drink a whole bottle of apple cider vinegar, you're not going to all of a sudden just drop all the fat off your body. And this shit can be very potent and just destroy your esophagus and everything else, your stomach lining. So don't be an idiot and chug the shit. One to two tablespoons a day is fine. You do not have to stay on this the rest of your life. You can do it for a few weeks and then get off of it for a while and Whatever, but don't overdo it. Uh, start out small so you can tolerate more than one tablespoon at a time because it it can cause nausea. Undiluted apple cider vinegar can burn your mouth, your esophagus, and all that. But yeah, be careful. Uh, and then we're just going to end this with a few household helpers ideas that might help you out. Some little tricks of the trade. To clean copper bot- bottom pots, use ketchup. It'll just eat the stuff right off and wipe it clean. Uh, wrap cheese in parchment or wax paper. Then place in an open plastic bag and store in the refrigerator. It'll last longer. Uh, water your house plants with club soda that has gone flat. The chemicals that remain in the soda add vigor to the greenery. Huh. Never heard of that one. Uh, to l- eliminate ink stains from a carpet, soak the stained area with lemon juice. Uh, to remove mud or soot from a rug, sprinkle the stained area with salt. Allow the salt to dry or settle before vacuuming. Huh. I suppose it'd suck the moisture from the mud or soot, so that way it would turn to dust, and then it would vacuum up. Yeah, that's actually pretty pretty smart there. <laughs> believe I haven't heard that one before. To clear a clogged drain, pour a half a cup of salt, a half a cup of baking soda, and a quarter cup of vinegar down the drain. Close or plug until the fizzing stops, and flush with boiling water. Uh, for no-fuss painting, place a roller pan inside a plastic bag, then pour paint into the plastic in the pan, and the bag acts as a liner. So when the job is finished, you remove the pan, turning the bag inside out, and discard it. So that's a good idea, so you have all that crap it up on your pan to make a microwave oven smell fresh fill a microwavable cup with water and mix one tablespoon of lemon juice heat the water at full power for one minute and that'll make it smell good and probably be a quick you know, do a quick wipe down after that it probably leaves some uh, condensation on the walls of the microwave so it would wipe down nicely To remove bugs and tar from a car, use a damp cloth to apply a paste made by mixing baking soda with water. Allow the paste to sit for a few minutes before wiping and rinsing the area clean. I can see that working. Uh, To remove crayon marks from painted walls, you little shits. (laughs) Scrub with a dab of non-gel toothpaste make the kids scrub it with a dab non-gel toothpaste <laughs> to remove chewing gum from clothing chill it with a piece of ice the hardened gum can be crumbled and brushed off i've also we've done that with kids that got chewing gum stuck in their hair too we froze it to help try and remove it but usually you end up having to cut it out <laughs> But you do get some of it out of there. But yeah, that's it for today. Shorter style, almost old style format this time. But I got an appointment, so I just wanted to get this out ahead of time. And then I will hopefully get back to you with some fresh news by the weekend. And if not, I'll get back to you with more information the following week if I forget what I was gonna tell you or whatever but hopefully it'll be a good appointment while you're listening to this i'll be maybe getting a ride i got this stupid deal with my insurance or i'm a, supposed to get so many rides a year within a hundred within an hour of where i live so i was gonna try it tomorrow for one just cause i know there's a bunch probably a bunch of crappy construction and shit you gotta go through down by the. Uh, Zoo interchange in Milwaukee area and all that crap. So I figured, screw it, let someone else drive me, and I can just kick back, relax, read a comic. But they have yet to call with the 24 hour prior uh, confirmation. And when I called the lady the other day and gave her the uh, confirmation number, she's like, "Well, that's one too many numbers." It's like, "Well, you jackasses gave me this shit." And uh, so she looked up my info through my name and birthday and all that crap. And she never gave me a new number. So it didn't even sound like she had it scheduled right in there. So we'll see. I'm not worried. It's. I got the car ready to go if I need to. So I'll just take that. If I don't see someone here early in the morning, I'll just say screw it and take off. But But yeah. So, you be good, take care of yourself, be nice to everybody, don't put up with asshole shit, (laughs) don't put up with the monster, kick his ass, put him in his corner, Uh, you got this, we'll get back to you soon. Oh, by the way, uh, fans of Under the Call and Crimson Call Comic Club. We actually do have a video up for one of the Under the colour episodes. I don't think it's in order or anything like that. I think it's out of order, but it doesn't really matter. It's at least an actual video episode finally up. So check that out if you're interested. Still no Crimson colours up, but you can always look at the old ones. And you always got the audios. So be good. Talk to you again soon. Bye.